1: Sunny Florida. Sand, surf, scuba diving. It sounds like a paradise, but down below the clear waters of Vortex Springs lies a cave so deadly, it's kept under lock and key. A diver goes missing. Is he just another tragic case of accidental death? Or is something more sinister to blame? This week's topic is the disappearance of Ben McDaniel. Uh,
2: What's the scariest thing you've ever done? Oh God! I was asking myself this earlier, and I didn't have
1: an answer. You even lived a scary life,
2: you know. Not, uh that, I, not that, like
1: register. Unless it was so scary, I blacked it out of my brain. I can't think <laughs> of my anything. My friends in high school killed a guy. I haven't <laughs> thought of it. It just creates a repressed memory. I remember. It's not. I guess scary is relative, right? Yeah. It's scary relative to the person. Cause to me, going on stage is easy. It's not a big deal, but to True. some people, the idea of going on stage and 70 people are looking at you and you have no script, they're like, I'd rather step in front of a bus. Like, mm-hmm. no, thank you. Uh, but for me, I'm like, it's not scary. But when I was a teenager, not a teenager, I was maybe 12, I went to six flags with a bunch of friends and my sister was there and everyone was going on roller coasters and I was so scared. I was so scared. And she's like, are you going to sit on the bench? Like a loser. <laughs> Are you going to get on the roller coaster? And I was so terrified. I was like, I'm going to poop my pants. And I had routinely bailed in roller coaster lines like my whole life as a kid. And my dad's so sweet because I'd be like, Dad, I have to go to the bathroom. And we've been waiting in line for an hour, and we're like close to the end. And he'd be like, All right. And that's just like Aww. prime parenting of like, yeah. All right, kid, whatever you need. <laughs> and uh, I went though that time, and it was so terrifying. I screamed until I blacked out, <gasps> but I loved it. What do you
2: remember which one it was? Oh,
1: uh, it was uh, it. <sighs>
2: We scream, it was Texas probably the giant. Texas Giant Because it was at the
1: time like the biggest one That's the Texas Giant And I screamed and screamed and screamed until I fainted And But I loved it and so now <laughs> I love roller coasters And everywhere I go I go on roller coasters And it's no longer scary so I don't know But I've never done like bungee jumping Never done skydiving that. I refuse to go scuba diving Fuck no Mm-mm. Yeah
2: I've never been any of those things either I used to love roller coasters as a kid, mm-hmm. but now as an adult, I get crazy motion sickness on oh, them. No. When we went on that two-week Californian adventure on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. we went to
1: Harry Potter World.
2: Hell, yeah. And the it it was the best ride I've ever been in my life. The, the Hogwarts?
1: Yes. It's, Journey Through
2: Hogwarts. It's crazy. I mean, the just like the graphics and your Essentially, like, flying through Hogwarts playing Quidditch.
1: You're, like, in a Mm -hmm. four-person-across-harnessed thing, and it's 3D, Mm -hmm. and then also 4D, because then they, like, spit on you. Yes. You don't go upside down, but they really, like, flip you side to side. Ooh, do they? Yeah.
2: So, luckily, it was just Tommy and I in the four-person thing. that's good. Uh, Young child and her father almost got in arts, but then had to go to the next one Mm -hmm. because... The kid's like, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) She was all for it. But about five minutes into the ride, I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to throw up. And I just... Tried to lean over as far as I could you and spewed in oh, Hogwarts. Fuck yeah, and Tommy had no idea what was going on because, like, you have the arm things down over you, and he you couldn't can't see. see to your side. Huh? Yeah, so I'm just throwing up, and I'm like, "When will this end?" And just I'm
1: squeezing well, my the whole eyes time, shut. Hermione Granger's narrating it, so Emma Thompson or yeah. Emma Watson is narrating it, and she's like, "Come on, we've got to go to the Quidditch," <laughs> and kid. I'm You're like, like bah. Bah. <laughs> "Yeah."
2: So then. We, it ends and we start going back (laughs) through the line. And I am covered in puke. It's all over the things that come down over your shoulders. At least you
1: exit through the gift shop and you can buy a Hogwarts t-shirt. We
2: exit, and I'm trying to tell the worker... Because you exit and you get on in this very fast-moving conveyor belt because they're just getting people in and out. It's haunted mansion style where it's just a continual
1: conveyor belt. So
2: I'm like, I got sick, and he's like, go, go. And I was like, all right, fuck it. (laughs) Whoever gets in this (laughs) next is going to have a real fun surprise. (laughs) And then Tommy, who still doesn't know what's happened... Is like what? What's what what'd they spray all over you? And I was like, babe, I threw up all over myself, and he was like, oh. So I'm just standing there around with everyone,
1: like trying to get it off no, of me. No, you had the perfect cover. You could have been like, Aragog spat on me in the magical forest. <laughs> Instead, you just were like, no, I puked. <laughs> oh, man, it was rough. And that
2: was very early in the day. So for the rest of the day, I was like,
1: I'm good. I don't need to go on any rides. Yeah, and I sort of, you're like a shaking up Coke can. You have no yeah, carbonation yeah. left in you. You're like, I was no a little thing. hungover. I had only eaten like <laughs> a bag right, of blame, chips. Don't blame Hogwarts for your poor life choices. <laughs> I you're think like, I was would weird. have still got sick.
2: Th- it was, but it was an amazing ride. It was... The most incredible ride I've ever been on. <laughs> but other than that, like, yeah, I've never done bungee
1: jumping or based. so boring. Based... I know. I have a healthy fear of death.
2: So yeah, I am terrified of death, but I, I haven't like... done anything that's got me really to the edge of it, as no. far as I know. Well, I
1: ride a motorcycle. That's pretty dangerous yeah. and scary. My brother-in-law just got hit on his motorcycle. He's okay, but somebody was on Facebook at a red light. Get off Facebook, you dummies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like bungee jumping. I just imagine. That I am the worst case scenario of anything So like I went and got a body wrap Because I got a group on. And they're like nobody has allergic reaction It's all natural you'll be fine Like 30 seconds after they put the body wrap on I was like so it's like a, it burns And she's like no it's supposed to be like tingle I was like oh it feels like I have a sunburn And like someone's slapping my sunburn She was like that's impossible Like no one can be allergic to this And she like peeled it back And it looked like I had chicken pox She was like oh my god this This doesn't happen to people And I was like well, it happened to me. She's like, we have to hose you off. And I was like, that's not a thing you say in a spa. We have to hose you down. Or to woman in general. <laughs> in general. Please bend over as we, we hose, you, hose off. you off. We have to hose you off, butt And I was like, I was promised I would lose inches and not my dignity. And I was hosed off by a spa worker. And all for my Groupon, that's all I got was shame. But I just think, oh, I'm- that's why I've never done drugs that mm. weren't prescribed by a doctor. like Because I think I'm going to be the like, oh, smoke this marijuana. It's all natural. Uh, first of all, I just seem like a narc, so probably people wouldn't offer it. But I think, like, I'm going to be the one that has an allergic reaction, and then my mom will know that I did drugs, because I'll, I'll be in the hospital, like, she's the one person that went blind from weed. Yeah, she's the one person that, <laughs> that died from weed.
2: We've never seen it before, Miss McKinney. Heather can.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm just like, oh, if I go scuba diving, like, they're like, you'll be fine. I'm like, my eyes will explode. They're like, yeah. that doesn't happen to anyone. I'm like, well, it, that's what the Groupon on like yeah. said.
2: <laughs> Well, speaking of scuba diving... Some people like to chase the high. I, for this topic, have done a lot of research this week that I can't unsee. Well, you say you did a deep dive. I did a deep dive. The other day, I was talking to Tommy. I was like, no pun intended, but I've gone on a really deep dive with this. And he goes, it seems like you went out of your way to say no pun intended to make that pun. (laughs) You said the pun. But scuba diving and especially cave diving. Cave is diving fucking nuts. I don't get it. It's for a an adventure thrill-seeking person that I just am not.
1: If God wanted us to go that far underwater, we'd have gills. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a really good point. There is no reason. I was thinking
2: it's what like scenario <laughs> would I cave dive in and the only thing I could think of is was if like one of my family members oh, was, your baby tra- is in the ocean. was trapped under on the other side of this cave or something that I had to get to. That's really the only thing I can think of that would make me risk
1: my life like this. Yeah. I don't I, I have friends that are like avid avid scuba divers that like Ugh. travel the world with their scuba gear to like I have a friend that he has like a dive master rating he has like every possible dive rating and is like a rescue diver and all this stuff and he can explain I mean it's a lot of physiological stuff you have to know mm-hmm. because you can't come up too fast because your eyeballs will explode and you'll get uh, the bends yeah. which I always thought meant hungover but it turns out <laughs> it's like getting bubbles in your blood yeah and then, your eyes and then you
2: cough up blood and die and you, you have an aneurysm in your brain? It's but real bad.
1: Not if God wanted us to go a whatever, <laughs> yeah. our brains would be able to handle it. And if it.
2: we should go to space, we'd have wings.
1: Exactly. <laughs> we would be birds or fish if we were to travel to those places. I just sound like the kind of person that would burn a scientist for being a witch. <laughs> Why are you trying to do that? <laughs> that sounds like me. Um, yeah, I'm not. I promise, I'm not very closed-minded. But it just seems so dangerous. But yeah, he's he knows, and it's one of those things. Like I, I to be fair, I guess, like riding a motorcycle or flying an airplane or di- doing anything. If you don't know what you're doing, you could uh, die horribly.
2: Sure, and even if you do know what you're doing, you there's so ahead. many things you can't control. Well, it's like you a can parachute. still die horribly. You know, if you're yeah. jumping
1: out of an airplane. Well, I packed my parachute. Yeah, but the you know the straps were old and they broke. Yeah. Or, whatever, or didn't. Unfurl. Or you, it
2: just for whatever reason it malfunctions. Mm. God, what if? Can you imagine just knowing you're plummeting to your death?
1: Dude, stuff like that terrifies me. I had a dream that I was like uh, skydiving and I tried to unfurl the parachute and I got it at the last minute. Oh. Then I dropped my cell phone when I landed. <laughs> looked bummer. It up, looked it up in the dream book. <laughs> Look, what home. did it say? Uh, I, you know, it talked about like flying or like falling and then catching yourself and. The dropping of the cell phone was like, I just looked up like dropping objects and it was like something that you hold dear. I'm like, yeah. It's Technology. Yeah, yeah. My phone. Who doesn't? Um, Addicted. Well. What cave are we talking about specifically?
2: Well, we're talking about Vortex Springs in the disappearance of a man named Ben McDaniel who did like the thrill-seeking, death-defying aspects that cave diving offered. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately... It got the
1: best of him, though. He went in and he never came he out. Never came. Well, or did he? Or did he? I was gonna say. So we'll get to the theories of why
2: he hasn't surfaced again. Nobody no pun <laughs> intended. That Chris, that was. <laughs> uh, as soon Luke.
1: as I said it, I was like, "This is so insensitive, but funny." But we never know. So because initially, you go, a guy went scuba diving and didn't come out, and in a he went scuba diving in a treacherous place and didn't come out. Who cares? What's the story? But there's so much
2: more. Oh, so much more.
1: Beneath the surface. (laughs) Guys, buckle in, because
2: there are going to be a lot of ocean puns over the next hour. All right. Well, on Um, the evening of August 18th, 2010, Ben McDaniel, a 30-year-old entrepreneur from Collierville, Tennessee, set out on a night dive at Vortex Spring in Ponce de Leon, Florida. Ben was on sabbatical and living in his family's condo in nearby Dustin. He was an avid diver and a regular at the spring. He was passionate about cave diving and was hoping to become a certified instructor. Vortex Spring is the largest diving facility in Florida, and it is known to divers across the country for its pristine waters and colorful aquatic life. However, the main
1: attraction of the spring is its mysterious underwater cave. Now... Vortex Spring is a little different than ocean diving because this it's like, is freshwater. It's freshwater. Mm-hmm. It's so it's super clear. So you can see super well. Yes, and
2: it stays at a constant sixty-eight degrees year round. That sounds nice, which is lovely.
1: <laughs> yeah. I go in there.
2: The downside, though. Not as not as pretty
1: as the ocean. There's yeah, there's not like coral reefs. There's like or...
2: freshwater eels and big old catfish and shit like that. But yeah, there's not coral reefs or like tropical fish. Upside, and... no sharks. No sharks, yes. I no sharks. <laughs> again this rabbit hole I went down did include watching divers uh, fin- uh fight off sharks while- right in the face. <laughs> One of them had a spear that it was using to like pick up sea urchins mm-hmm. and this fucking shark just knocked his ass over and he just as he is like trying to ascend the shark keeps coming after Those him time are and relentless. time and he just keeps bopping it in the nose with this spear and he got away but I Almost had a panic attack yeah, just watching punch this. A
1: shark. That's all you have to do. It kept
2: he kept hitting it in the nose, but I was like, imagine you're in this water and you just see this fucking shark circling, and then mm-hmm. here it comes mm-hmm. again, and you're like tensed up, like bracing for like this Fight could flight, be man. this could be it. Yeah, yeah, if he hadn't had that spear, he would have died. Yeah, for sure. Yikes Terrifying You can find a lot on YouTube You guys If you're (laughs) not familiar with YouTube (laughs) Check it out out. You'll
1: uh, buckle in It's a Friday night You just want to like Google shark attack videos (laughs) Makes you feel real good about yourself I do it so much I have a lot of anxiety I just look up shark attack videos And be like This is not me
2: I wanted Tommy to watch them. He's like Not before bed (laughs) (laughs) I'm like that's fair I like that he has boundaries (laughs) So this cave Let's talk about this Mysterious underwater cave Located 58 feet below the water's surface is a 9-by-12 opening to a large cavern. Thrill-seeking divers swim past freshwater eels and huge catfish and koi to reach the opening. Upon entering the cavern, there is a narrow tunnel that descends into darkness. Nope. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Bye-bye. Nope. First of all, I wouldn't swim 58 feet down into the water. Nope. That's in, And 30 feet is what... Most divers would do like beyond that is advanced because okay. the more deep you go, the more pressurized everything becomes yeah. and dangers your bits. <laughs> the dangers go up. So when they're like your bits get smashed and the
1: dangers go up, you can when get they, out of there. When they're training
2: and stuff, you're training at like 20 feet yeah. underwater. So this is just to get into the entrance, 58 feet. Mm-hmm. But there's more. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. (laughs) So, a handrail has been built into the limestone wall of the cave to help guide divers. At a depth of 115 feet is what is known as the piano room, a large chamber of the cave that is somewhat illuminated by
1: rope lights that have been hung on the walls. So that is six times further than what an average person goes if you're about 115 feet and, average and person goes, an average an average dive
2: is 20 yeah. ish feet. and an average swimmer would just probably go like 10 feet underwater
1: yeah it's hard for me to do laps around the pool at the gym <laughs> yeah much less swim 100 feet down at least when you go up you can float so well they have better.
2: buoyancy belts and like weight belts and stuff to help them too to but, like weight you down yeah Yeah.
1: What about when you want to leave? Then you have to take propulsion too. There's a.
2: It's a whole thing. Like an expensive habit. It's
1: very expensive. It's a rich person thing to do. Yes. It's a rich person way to die. It's like oh, I had a boating (laughs) accident. All right, Mister Richie Pants. No one that is
2: uh, struggling is going to be going cave diving or scuba diving.
1: They're like I spent all my
2: money on scuba. (laughs) I'm living in a box. But man, have you seen the Great Barrier Reef? It is beautiful. (laughs) It's phenomenal.
1: So a bunch of so you go
2: into this tunnel or into the cave. Then you're making your way through a tunnel, pitch black, mind you, because you're 60 feet under the water. There's no
1: light. Sun is very far.
2: Yes, I mean you have probably flashlights or headlamp, headlamp and stuff like that. And you're going through like a moderately hard tunnel. But as you keep going, the
1: shit gets real. It's
2: getting narrower and narrower. And then you come to this piano room, and it's actually pretty cool looking if you look. Up YouTube videos of it Someone put like You know how You know how at DCH In uh, the P-Dog Theater There's like roped lights around the bottom Yeah That's what it is But it's on the wall So it's kind of like It's cool glowy looking. Yeah it's yeah. glowy And then Off of that room Are like smaller little pockets of rooms
1: Can I ask a question? Yeah I bet you don't know the answer mm, And I bet I can me. Google it But I won't What if you're Scuba diving. You're in a wetsuit, right? Yeah. So it's all, all your stuff's all mashed up. What if you have to go to the bathroom? You
2: just pee. What or you,
1: poop. You just, is there like a butt flap?
2: No, I think you just do it. You just
1: shit in your wetsuit? <laughs> I think so. This is my concern about every moment of every day is if I could go to the bathroom. If yeah. you tell me I can't go to the bathroom, immediately I have to go. Yeah. And I'll die if I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um Airplanes are tough. Um, yeah. Like, Roller coasters are short enough, but, like, the line to a roller coaster, yeah. oh, God. Scuba diving, oh I no, have I have a you. lot of
2: bathroom anxiety and panic.
1: Uh, I, any city that I've been to or am going to, I can tell you really great public restrooms yeah. around. Like, Chicago, when I lived there, oh, God. Downtown, I knew all the best public restrooms. You have to,
2: especially in a downtown major city. There always don't be Because you out. can go into some real nasty ones otherwise. God, oh, have sorry. Have you ever had to pee in your car?
1: Yes. Do you want to know... <laughs> I was in a jack-in-the-box box drive through <laughs> Were you stuck,
2: like you couldn't I get out? I was up? stuck. So
1: it was one of those where it was like, there's like a curb with hedges, and yeah. I was like... Two cars from the window by myself, and uh, luckily because I am a slob, I had like an extra cup in the car, and I was—I think I had jean shorts on, and so I just (laughs) shimmy the jean shorts down. And I—I mean, I was like, "What's the other choice? Get out and pee in the bushes, and then I drive over these edges. I I drive a VW Beetle—that's like impossible. I would wreck my car. And I was like, "Nah, I'll just pee in this cup. So I pee in my cup. I dumped it out (laughs) on the side of the car. And then uh, when I got home, I Clorox wiped myself, the whole car. I mean, that car has never been cleaner because it was just all Clorox. I Clorox wiped my entire life, but...
2: I have a much worse story than that. did you pee? It wasn't pee.
1: No. I mean, I shit my pants on the way to the airport to go to Disney World, (laughs) but I was like 12.
2: Okay, this was two years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I have... Told very few people this story All right,
1: so you're only going to tell me (laughs) Now
2: I'm about to tell just you Just me, I won't tell anybody So don't tell anybody, anybody. okay So, oh my god I had gone to uh, the doctor Because I wasn't feeling well And had to get some medicine prescribed Okay So my doctor was over by In-N-Out Burger Which In-N-Out? Oh, off 75.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I had just... For our non-Dallas <laughs> listeners, very uninteresting. Just for me. <laughs>
2: uh, I had recently been introduced to the... Uh, what do they call it when you can get it wrapped in the lettuce? Protein style. Protein style, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going to stop it in and out and get... Because I was doing no carbs. Because mm-hmm. in like two weeks, we were going on our honeymoon. Oh, okay. Um, well, I got two... I decided to get two of them.
1: Okay, so, <laughs> so, so th- what you're saying is you did this to yourself. I got not only did I get two protein styles, but they were double, double. God,
2: so <laughs> I had four patties of meat. Jesus
1: Christ! <laughs> this whatever happens next isn't as embarrassing as that. That's the most embarrassing <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and this comes from a person who eats Shake Shack multiple times a week. I
2: should be ashamed. So, oh, and I forgot to mention. Earlier in the day, I had had a big, you know, like Target. You can buy those big plastic tubs of cut fruit. Oh, uh-huh. well, I'd had one of those as well. Again, asking I a, for it. I had a lot of fiber happening to my system. So I eat my In-N-Out on the way to uh, the grocery store to go to the pharmacy. I pull into the parking lot and I'm like, oh God. This- you know that feeling? Oh. I was like, this is bad. And I was sweating and I was like, I don't even <laughs> you had think the sweats. <laughs> I had the meat sweats. The poop sweats. <laughs> I had all sorts of sweats. And I was like, should I park? And so I like parked and I was like just clenched, like I could have made a diamond with my butt. And I was like, I can't even get out of the car. If I get out of the car, I'm going to shit my pants. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try and get home. And I live like 10 (laughs) minutes from this.
1: No! You tried to get home? (laughs)
2: Well, no, because I started driving to the exit of the parking lot and was like, nope, this is not going to happen. So I pulled back into the parking spot and I was like... What do I do? What do I do? I can't get out of the car and I was like, "Oh god, this is happening." <laughs> <So> <laughs> Your I, face is so red t- right now. <laughs> so I took the empty in and out <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you put it back from whence it came. It was a circle it was of life.
2: circle. <laughs> Everything was full circle. So I pulled down my bu- <laughs> pants and tommy later was wait, wait, like you, sorry
1: i was laughing what did you say
2: i pulled down my pants and tommy later was like why did you take off your pants just shit in your pants and i was like because they're really nice easy,
1: jeans." easy for you to say tommy brown
2: <laughs> just shit your pants you just say shit in your pants so i, I like pull <laughs> meanwhile there are people walking into albertson's all around me. Like, it is the middle of the day. Which
1: Albertsons was. I'm
2: just <laughs> Someone calls Alinda. That's my Albertsons. You shit at my Albertsons? And it was like, you know how they, they remodeled everything? and yeah, they had like this, nice. It was the grand opening weekend of their remodel. <laughs> and they had all these flags and my signs. Families and with children
1: and balloons. <laughs> old there ladies. were lots
2: of banners and balloons. So, I'm like, all right, so I shimmy my pants down to my knees and I take the in and out bag and those are not meant to hold <laughs> anything other than a couple of burgers and some fries and I'm like oh my god it's just everywhere Christine. and I was like what do I do what do I do so you I was kill like, yourself you just put the car in drive and you drive right into <laughs> the store until you explode there's no way you can come I back know. from that I'm like I can't drive home with this underneath me. Like, I've got to get it out of here. So I'm like, "What? Do I- all right, I'm throwing this out. I don't so- care if
1: nobody else likes this story. This is
2: the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life. So I opened the passenger door, and someone, right as I was throwing, <laughs> no. this broken in and out bag covered in sh- diarrhea, out into the parking lot somebody pulls right into that parking spot of course they do and i slammed the door and just threw it into reverse and i was still had my pants down so i drove home still sitting in a mess with my pants down to my house and went in had to get I had to hose down the car. You had to burn the car. You, like, it was like you at the spa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hose down her down. The car. Yeah, I should have just sold it. Clorox the shit out of it. It was... Oh, do you still drive that car?
1: Yeah, it's a car I still have. <laughs> I mean, you have to. What are you going to do?
2: <laughs> it's leather seats. So luckily it was leather seats, but... Oh, my God. It was...
1: Oh, my God. You
2: know what? Maybe that's the scariest thing I've
1: ever done. <laughs> that's so scary. Also... That For that person that drove up, it's the scariest thing they've oh ever seen. God. It's like some sort of fecal bandit that was yeah. just like, <laughs> just throw a bag of diarrhea. <laughs>
2: Out of the car. Like, what did I do to deserve this? It? it started to rain as I left. So I was like, maybe, maybe so God is rushing away no, my sins. No, spread diarrhea all over the fucking lot. There's just lot. a river of diarrhea going down to the entrance. And the
1: poor manager's like, well, it was going to be a nice grand opening weekend. And now there's a river of diarrhea. Please, ladies and gentlemen, watch your step for the, the river of poo. I'm so sorry. I don't know how that. An announcement. Watch your step outside. You ruined Albertson's grand opening weekend. I totally you're a monster. Did. I totally oh my did. God. You're a monster. It looks
2: great now, though. Oh, it's, a good, it it's a nice Albertson. It's
1: much nicer than it used no. to be. No, that's where I shop. That's uh, where I get my groceries at. So, oh my! What were we talking yeah. about? Oh, I asked if you can shit your pants when you're diving, and you said yes because it sounds like you are real good at that. So. <laughs> if you can shit
2: your pants In while al- driving, you can shit your pants while diving. Oh my god! And you can quote me on that. Oh my god! So I'm gonna say yeah. You could just shit your pants if. So,
1: so we're in the piano room. Let's just recap because we got so far afield. Yeah, yeah. So you dive down 50 feet. It's all right. It starts to get dark. 100 feet. You go through a 9 by 12 hole. Get through the hole. Now it gets darker and narrower and narrower. Now you're in the
2: piano room. There is It's a large chamber of the cave. I'm not uh, this. There's little pockets of rooms around it. But...
1: what? But the pockets of rooms, what if you accidentally go in a room and you get lost? Well,
2: these are rooms that would like be small. hard to get lost because they... Don't go anywhere. Oh, okay. It's just like a tiny alcove kind okay. of right off. But a lot of caves, yes. They're they they're described as like Swiss Labyrinth. cheese.
1: Like a Swiss cheese. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: So there's pockets of thing and you get very disoriented and I'm sure it's it's a nightmare. is a large, rusty, locked gate. Nope. (laughs) Planted firmly in the vortex floor next to the gate is an ominous sign with a picture of the Grim Reaper. Oh,
1: right. Overdoing it a little bit.
2: (laughs) It warns divers to stop, prevent your death, go no farther, and that there is nothing in this cave worth
1: dying for. Or... What if there's nothing up top worth living for and swim, (laughs) swim ahead? Then, yeah. Right this way. Right this way, sir. (laughs) Right this way.
2: This area, known as the gate, is extremely dangerous for even the most experienced divers. Mm -hmm. And even those are at great risk for not making it out alive.
1: Oh, cool. That's where I want to go. If
2: I came upon anything that had a giant picture of the Grim Reaper and was like, stop, go no farther. Okay. Yeah, sounds you good. Don't, you don't have to tell me twice. No. I can't... Again, what? and I've seen tons of videos of this. There literally is... No, there's not not only is there nothing worth dying for in this cave, it's kind of boring. It's just
1: an empty, dark cave. Yeah.
2: It's... Like, there's... I mean, there's a couple of eels maybe and fish, but it's just...
1: You want to see eels? Watch the Little Mermaid movie.
2: <laughs> it's just limestone walls surrounding you. And, like... Some rocks on the bottom and a silted a silt all over the bottom. Like it's not pretty
1: for some people. I think it's this feeling of, well, they couldn't do it. Yeah, for sure because they're idiots.
2: And like I'm seeing an area of the world that few people have seen, Except and that's for, exciting. Go
1: on YouTube, you can see. It right <laughs> there. Live yeah, your I've, life on YouTube.
2: I've watched so many videos of it. I feel like I've been there, <laughs> and I'm good. Like never do I need to go actually all see right.
1: it. I'm all right.
2: So. Divers that pass through the gate... Can
1: you just go through the gate? No,
2: you cannot. You have to be certified and specially trained and go get a key from the dive shop. Okay. And you have to show them your certifications, and then they will give you a key to get through. So only very specific divers are allowed through this gate. Are permitted. Yes. And the ones that do pass through are met with passageways that at times narrow to a mere 10 inches in height... Forcing them to remove their tanks and swim with them in front of them or at their side with their bellies on the floor and their backs scraping along the limestone ceiling above them,
1: okay, I like to think you and I are relatively average sized people, yeah, no part of me is ten inches no, maybe my head
2: <laughs> so you get your head- st- you get your head stuck in head there. head
1: only, and then I mean. And then your shoulders are stuck, and then you die. Maybe if you're in the scuba suit, your boobs are mashed yeah. down. I and don't I mean, think that's I, the thing. Like,
2: you can't be big, and this, can't, this is not a sport for big people. Well, this then it's a...
1: Not only is it for... It's for rich, it's thin also, people. also...
2: Yeah, it's also very... It's like cocaine.
1: <laughs> it's it's a, co- scuba cocaine is the cocaine of the underwater world. Scuba is the cocaine of sports. It's yes. just for thin, rich, <laughs> fancy people who think they're better than me. Well... To get through You have to them. take your tank off, too. Yeah, you have to take your which is very phone. hard to do. I drop my phone, and it weighs nothing. I can't imagine lugging a scuba tank. I'd drop it. I drown. And
2: to go on these deep dives, you don't just have, like, one or two tanks with you. Mm-mm. You have multiple
1: tanks. You kind of leave a Hansel and Gretel yes, trail of tanks. Yes,
2: and they just carry even extra ones with them and stuff. That's so true. Plus, you're you in don't run out. bulky, crazy-ass <sighs> A, a get up like I oh you had I, to wear a
1: helmet if yeah. you go a certain yeah a certain you, you have a on. helmet
2: with a light on it mm-hmm. and then your scuba gear and fins and shit which those are bulky and big I don't know how people do it the I've, only dive I've watched I would, these videos and I'm like I I know I'm seeing this with my eyes and I still don't understand how you're doing it it's
1: insane I, the only dive I would do would be to get in the little robot uh, scuba uh, oh, submarine yeah, yeah. and go see the Titanic. I'm a big oh, ti- I'm a big Titanic fan. That'd be cool.
2: No, I would do that. Yeah. Well, in addition to so you shimmy through a so ten You're inch shimmering hole. through. They have to contort their bodies and turn their heads to the side wait, in order wait, wait. to squeeze Wait, wait, wait. So this through. is for
1: rich, thin, flexible, <laughs> athletic people? <laughs> yeah. All right, it's the
2: worst kind of people. Mm. <laughs> These tight conditions can snag hoses, tanks, and even the diver. God. So your freaking imagine <laughs> hose
1: gets snagged and your
2: air explodes yeah, everywhere. Exactly. And, you're, and you're under uh, 100 feet of fucking rock. So <sighs> bye. Imagine having to like, army crawl under your bed or a car. Yeah. And that's basically like what my they're beetle doing. is like about, it's about 10 inches off. Yeah. The ground. But then you're underwater yeah. and you've got a bunch of stuff on. You got to drag it with you. That's crazy. Jesus. I mean, it would be hard for me to fit under my car just normally. Yeah. Without all these other dangerous conditions added in Again, it's not for me And in addition Unlike scuba diving A diver cannot just swim to
1: the surface If something goes wrong No, you can't just shoot up Because of the bends and the explosions well, of your eyeballs Well, you can't
2: just shoot up Because You're in a there's a, a ceiling of rock above you Oh, that's true You have to sh- re-shimmy You have to swim your way back out
1: Yeah, however Lock the gate far behind you Yeah <laughs>
2: And lock the gate. Were you raising a barn? Lock the gate behind you.
1: <laughs> the eels are going to get out. But
2: who knows how far in you were when something went wrong. And then say you're 300 feet into this and then something goes wrong. Now you got to swim 300 feet back out of this and take the time to make your way to the surface. Because like you said, you can't just swim straight up. You have to do safety checks for every couple of feet. You stop and have to or you get the bins when you get to Mm -hmm. the top. You have to have
1: special air to get back. So it's
2: a process and you're probably not going to make it if you have something go wrong under there. It's, again, terrifying. They also have to s- not only swim back out the way they came, but they h- hope that they've conserved enough breathing gas to make the journey. Because when you go deep diving like this, you're not just in- using oxygen. It's a special mix of oxygen and gas that Correct. you have to use. Yeah. So, And scuba divers and cave divers, which I didn't really know this. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but... You can't just like breathe as much as you want to, Mm -mm. because you have a very certain amount of yeah. So and like and like freak out, and that's and a lot of times when divers panic, they that's why they die is because they start taking in way more air than they should, Mm -hmm. and then they don't have enough to get to the top Uh, because you just start uh, panicking. Yeah, it's. It's a nightmare. I
1: don't like restrictions. I think that's what we're learning about me. I don't like not being able to go to the bathroom. I don't like not being able to breathe as much as I want. Right? Or yeah. Go to the surface or anywhere I want as fast as I want. I want what I want when I want it.
2: I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Also, caves can collapse on you or rocks can fall blocking oh my the God. only exit. Chambers can disorient a diver. It's all
1: the horrors of a regular cave, but also no air.
2: But also you're underwater, which I think adds such a scary element to anything. Because you're not in you're not in your natural habitat. Like swimming yeah. in the ocean or anything. Like you're at an immediate disadvantage
1: because no gravity.
2: you can't fucking breathe. Yeah. And you're, you know, the dangerous things are, the the one thing about cave diving, there's not really uh, like aquatic life down there that can kill you. That's true. There's just a million other things, <laughs> which <laughs> I might, I would probably take my chances against a shark no. over getting stuck under a 10 inch crawl space yeah. in this gear. At
1: least the shark, you just whack it with a harpoon, you would be all right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I feel like you can, you can almost like reason with animals or people. You can't reason with Mother
1: Nature. No, it's true. I mean, if rocks are falling, they're going to fall. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. Man. Well, if you wanted to know more things that can go wrong under there, not only do you get disoriented and you have no sense of direction, silt on the bottom can get stirred up and essentially make divers blind. They call it getting silted
1: out. Oh, yeah. So it would be, you know, it's like a dust storm. Exactly. West Texas dust storm. Yes.
2: And you're just blind under there. And this cave has a handrail along the whole thing for divers, but they also will like take line and essentially Mm -hmm. like you said like Hansel and Gretel their way along their route so on the way back they can just grab the the line yeah but if you're silted out and you can't find that line and then you end up like in another pocket of the cave or something you have no idea where you are yeah Yeah, it's it's a it's my worst nightmare we've talked about our worst fears I think this might be the ocean you said getting sunk
1: down in the ocean and this this is is like
2: and and I'm claustrophobic, and so this just combines everything I hate about everything into one sport,
1: <laughs> one garbage sport yes. for rich thin. And yeah, I don't even people. think I could,
2: I would fit under these things in the first place. <laughs> my boobs are way too big to. They'd be like, well, her boobs got stuck. <laughs> we could get
1: it, the rest of her out, but her boobs are just. They got her, her far in life, there. but they killed her.
2: <laughs> her large Put that breasts. on my headstone, please. Yes. <laughs> so all this being said. Cave diving is known as the most dangerous sport in the world. Sounds about right. And it's easy to see why. More people have died in cave diving than they have died in any other sport. Holy cow. Isn't that wild?
1: Even running with the bulls. Uh, I'm yeah, because that's like annual, right? Well, I just meant like like running on the nineteen ninety five Chicago Bulls team. No, I'm <laughs>
2: <kidding>. <laughs> I don't know how many people died in that, but No, yeah,
1: yeah that's crazy though.
2: Yeah. It's it's So very how crazy. many
1: people died in that Vortex Springs cave? Oh, 13 or more? I thought they said 13 hundreds. people died. Really? Well,
2: 13 in the 1990s died.
1: Oh, okay. That was which, it was like a, a an influx that yeah, caused them to put the lock yes, on the gate. And
2: that's why the state of Florida wanted to ban all diving there and to prevent that from happening the shop was like well what if we uh, made people go on these like have this certain training
1: and we'll put up a grim reaper poster (laughs) put up
2: a grim reaper (laughs) we'll put up this crazy ass rusted out gate that looks like something out of saw
1: it is it's a murder gate
2: i don't understand the architecture of it it's so bizarre again google it is it's very bizarre murder gate yeah so for the divers that do like to cheat death They have to go get a key from the gate, and they have to present their proper certification, and then they're given the key. While Ben was an experienced diver and had taken classes and read tons of books on cave diving, he was not a certified cave diver. Whoops. And was not permitted to dive beyond the gate. How'd he get a hold of the gate key? Let's find out. All right. However, being not permitted did not stop him. Uh Uh-oh. Ben was confident. Some would even say cocky. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at
0: Chumbacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to Hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void
2: or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And according to family and friends, once he set his mind to something, there was no stopping him. Yeah, so
1: we're getting into Ben. And you said earlier, he's an entrepreneur from Tennessee mm-hmm. on sabbatical in Florida. Yes. You know what sabbatical is? It's rich person talk. He, he, his family is very wealthy. He has a construction Business that's failed. Yes, he owes a lot of money to the IRS. He recently
2: went through a divorce. Divorce, lost his business, owes a boat. Also, uh, his younger brother two years prior passed away
1: under. Well, they say stroke. He was twenty-two and he had a stroke. However,
2: uh, later it was kind of revealed in a documentary made that it was a drug overdose. That yeah,
1: he was on prescription. But the family
2: seems to have kind of covered it up. Yeah, because they are a very wealthy. Southern family, Mm -hmm. and you don't talk about those kinds of things. My boy
1: was taken by stroke. Yes,
2: and this was uh, his family had this condo in Destin, so he was on sabbatical there because he had when his business uh, went bankrupt, he had to sell his four hundred fifty thousand dollars home and move back in with his parents because he was broke. Yeah, and then they said. Why don't you go down to Florida take your
1: dog, take your chocolate lab,
2: take your chocolate lab spooner. And he'd been diving since he was 15 and it was a hobby and a passion. So they're
1: like, go dive for a while. Go dive, honey.
2: This gave him the opportunity to kind of just do that. So on August 18th, 2010, two of the dive shop employees who had been out there for an after work dive passed Ben in the water. He was wearing a helmet with a light, which indicated he was headed to the cave. Employees had long suspected that Ben was secretly prying open the gate to gain unpermitted access.
1: Uh-oh. Mm-hmm.
2: So to prevent unnecessary risk, one of the employees, Eduardo Terran, swam down to the gate, unlocked it for him, and watched him go through. Whoops. Yep. Terran would be the last person to ever see Ben McDaniel.
1: So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Why is this a mystery? You, We just spoke for multiple minutes about the treacheries of this cave. This is a guy that's not supposed to be behind this gate. Nope. Gets let in by some very uh, negligent, I would say, legal. I would say speaking. negligent, too. And I, I <laughs> Maybe wonder... Maybe criminally liable can worker. Can he,
2: he... Well, we'll get to it, but... He wasn't sued for doing that, but I wondered, could he be sued, he knowing would... that he that Ben was not allowed back there yeah. and didn't have the proper certification? He's,
1: well, you can sue anybody for anything. I would say, is he acting in the scope of his employment because he has the key from the dive shop, or it's after work, he's not clocked in, and he was going mm. against the shop's policy which is to check everybody's certification before unlocking it so i would say you wouldn't be able to sue dive shop incorporated by like what's called agency or you know agent liability or so you have like your workers you know you're at starbucks and the worker serves you a latte that's hot and like trips and spills it in your face or whatever Mm -hmm. and burns your face they're working as a starbucks worker if they're like putting strychnine in it that's like outside the scope of their employment so you you know you sue the worker Personally, but in this case, this is, like, some hippie diver guy that, like, works. He probably gets paid minimum wage at the dive shop. I mean, what are you going to... Like, this rich family's going to sue this guy? I mean, what are you going to get out of it?
2: His, uh, that's a good point. His defense, too, was it would be more dangerous for him to, like, try and shimmy through the bars of the gate or pry it open and lose minutes off his tank than if he just went down there and opened it for him.
1: I mean, that doesn't mean you need to facilitate. No,
2: sure. (laughs) Sure. So... Two days later, on August 20th, one of the dive shop employees noticed that Ben's truck hadn't moved from its parking spot. After confirming with others that no one had seen him, they assumed the worst and called the Holmes County Sheriff's Office. When the sheriff's deputies arrived, they discovered Ben's cell phone and wallet with $1,100 in cash in his truck. They also found dive logs showing he had explored the cave and even made a map of it. They next went to his condo, where they found his beloved dog, Spooner. Poor Spooner. I know. Nobody fed him. Who was very hungry after not having been fed for two days. Poor baby. I know. At this point, it was assumed Ben had drowned in the cave. Which is a reasonable assumption. Very reasonable assumption. Cadaver dogs were also brought in and alerted to the surface of the water, strengthening this theory. As word spread throughout the dive community, experienced recovery divers volunteered to risk their own lives to see if they could find his body. Ben's family and girlfriend, who lived in Tennessee, were called and drove down to anxiously watch from the shore.
1: Well, that's really nice. I mean, if you have that skill to say, yeah, let me go down there and look.
2: It seems like a very tight-knit community. Oh, I'm sure it is. Where everyone is, I mean, especially, like, under the water, you have to look out for each other.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, if you, like I said, if it's like, well, nobody's, nobody can dive as far as me. I, I have to be the one to go do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or somebody else is going to get killed trying to find him.
2: Exactly. On August 20th, veteran divers began searching for Ben's body. They searched every crevice and crevasse in the cave that they could. But due to the tight restrictions that none of them could fit through and the fear of dying themselves, the search was limited. Ed Sorensen a world renowned diver who is known for being able to get into places others can't was called in.
1: My favorite is they said they texted him on his yacht. He in was the Bahamas. on
2: in the Bahamas on a dive expedition.
1: He's like a Batman. He's like I have to go. Yeah.
2: And his wife is the one that texted him. Yeah. And he was, was like, just honey, like missing diver. Shit's they can't going down. find him. And we need he you. flew the next day out there because he is a world renowned rescue diver and his unfortunately I did learn the statistic that I think Ninety-nine percent of uh, rescue missions are not reco- or recovery missions are not rescue missions. Like oh, it's like you just bring the body are, back. Yeah, you're just bringing the body back. Wow, but and for he's,
1: some families, that's this family would love that.
2: You want closure mm-hmm. and you want something to bury, and so he's been on a ton of these and has rescued a ton of bodies from various places.
1: So old Batman Ed flies. Batman in.
2: Ed gets in and he uses a diver propulsion vehicle. The diver holds onto it and it's kinda like a little motor mm-hmm. that so Buzzes they can move you. through the water faster, mm-hmm. which allows them to have smaller tanks because they don't need to carry as much gas. What well, about you're breathe.
1: not you're not like breathing heavily from kick swimming, you know, you're not swimming exactly. as much so you can breathe yeah. easier.
2: And your tanks are smaller, so now you can get through smaller places you're talking
1: to dive i do if i don't have to swim <laughs> yeah.
2: i mean i'd like that just for a pool yeah <laughs> just, just buzzes me around i'll just h- hold on to the pool sweep and it's like them re- replacing
1: around. when they replaced all the line bikes with electric scooters <laughs> exactly. i'm like oh now i'll get on <laughs> well yeah. if that's the case yeah. then i, do I can't anything. get on
2: because you know that i am incapable of <laughs> riding on those things without crashing yeah into you something and those or scooters fa- man is, is, i from not from what's wrong use? with me i sh- i am He made three different dives going 1,700 feet into the cave, farther than any other rescue diver up to that point, and 200 feet farther than Ben's map indicated he had traveled. Not only did he not find Ben's body, but he was certain that Ben wasn't in there at all. Mm -mm. Ben was a big guy at 6'1", 210 pounds. Ed is an inch shorter and 20 pounds lighter and was barely able to fit through some of the restrictions. He said it would have been nearly impossible for Ben to get through. And even if he had managed, there were no signs that any diver had been there. No marks on the limestone walls and ceiling from the tank scraping by. The silt on the bottom was completely undisturbed and there weren't any carnivorous scavengers present, indicating the presence of a decaying body.
1: It's true, because if there's a body, then there'll mm-hmm. be all kinds of things showing yes. up to eat it. And Bottom feeders. There was a ton of catfish there. So and they would have been chomping at end. There the, would yeah. be an
2: influx of... And there were a lot of crawfish, like all those things. Those just, nasty... Yeah, yeah, nastiest stuff the that eats the dead. That I eat. And then, then we eat them. Let exactly. me just say,
1: <laughs> I love me some fried catfish, oh, and I'll yeah. go to a crawfish boil yes. in a minute. I
2: don't like crawfish if they... Are in their purest form because they look like giant bugs. Yeah, they me. do. But Blood bugs. I will eat the meat of them. For yeah, sure. 100%. If somebody peels them for me and just hands me the meat, <laughs> because that's how I work. <laughs> I need then you that's to peel this for me. I also love
1: crab. Mm-hmm. I love seafood.
2: Oh man, yes.
1: Any that's my favorite Lobster. type of crab, crab. Yeah.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: So, like you were saying, we're average sized people. I don't even know how we would fit in these places. Mm. He's 6'1", 210 pounds. Yeah. How do you squeeze under a Plus, 10-inch yeah. opening? There's no way. I don't. I don't get it. It's... I don't know. So the only clue that rescue divers found in all of their dives were two tanks belonging to Ben. It is not unusual for divers to leave extra tanks for themselves along the route of their dive so they have enough air to decompress upon ascending however these tanks were placed at the entrance of the cave which would have been an odd spot the tanks were also just filled with oxygen not the special mix of gas that is needed when doing a deep dive mm-hmm. and they were missing regulators and valve handles they also weren't filled to completion
1: so maybe someone mm-hmm. rushed the filling and then planted the evidence perhaps so it looked like Maybe someone, tanks... maybe
2: Ben planted this evidence. Ooh,
1: or maybe the shop worker who let mm-hmm. a man die due to his own negligence, or the shop owner who, upon discovering the body the next morning, didn't want to be sued. There's
2: all sorts of possibilities. There's so many theories. So as knowledgeable as Ben was about cave diving, none of this added up, and made the other divers start to question what had really happened. 16 divers over 36 straight days searched the cave for Ben's body, and no one found a thing. Water tests done over several months showed there was no additional bacteria that would have been caused by a decomposing body. With no answers and no body, the mystery continued. Wow. So, if he isn't in the cave,
1: where do we think he is? Well, that's the question, and the parents... Then they they put out a little reward. They did,
2: and it was very poorly looked upon for the scuba diving well, it was community.
1: Controversial because you know you say we'll give you ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Somebody that's maybe not that great at diving mm-hmm. is like, well, fuck it, man, I'll go. Which is We're what ended up happening. The old redneck Riviera, as they call it, the pan- Florida Panhandle. <laughs> I mean, you don't know who's going to jump in the water. No. So that's you know people are endangering themselves and then getting stuck and then other exactly. divers got to go dig them out. It's the whole thing. So and someone
2: did die going on mm-hmm. what the other divers suspected was a rescue An, mission to try it because at that point they'd raised the reward to $30,000. Yeah, And his family, the diver's name was Larry Higginbotham. His family said he kept watching the money go up and was eventually like, I'm going to go try it.
1: Wow. And then
2: he died. And then Ed had to go in and risk his life again
1: to, to d- get this the body, body out.
2: So there was a lot of... Controversy and the dive community was really heated about this. And because of all the pressure, the next month after that happened, the McDaniels uh
1: rescinded, rescinded the, the yeah. reward. Uh so the dive shop owner is an interesting character. Do mm, you think he got arrested for beating I'm gonna use the legal term here? Aggravated battery. Beating the shit out of somebody in the woods with a bat. <laughs> that is the legal term. The <laughs> legal term was he thought one of his employees, one of his temporary employees owed him some money and he mm-hmm. beat the shit out of him with a bat and he got probation and uh, got the charges dropped. But then he, uh, they said that, you know, well, he ended up dying under mysterious, mysterious. circumstances. Fell down, hit his head, had a, uh, he was in a coma.
2: He was at a party at the, at Vortex Springs, fell down the stairs, hit his head was had, saying that with
1: air quotes fell down the yeah, stairs and
2: um had a concussion and some of the other employees drove him to his home
1: left him in the bath put him in the
2: bathtub with a blanket over him i don't get that part is that a thing no
1: <laughs> why oh, was he a head injury and
2: t- why t- why t- 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 straight to the bathtub the ba- i don't yeah i didn't understand it. and the next morning someone over to check on him and he was dead well
1: no, I thought they said no, no, no. They they called the cops and he was, or they called nine one one. He was real like sloppy, and he lived for a month in a coma. Oh, did he? I yeah, thought yeah, he yeah. died the
2: next day. No, no, no. Well, he had been sentenced to seven years probation for the aggravated battery, and he died before the probation true, could even true. start. That's true, and so, so we'll never really know his story.
1: Well, and that's what then the so the parents think that either he died in the cave. Or and that he's
2: still in the cave
1: and his body's still in there. Or the other theories are he went diving, drowned, floated back to the surface, and somebody either Tehran or the owner of the shop was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get shut down. Yeah, another one." So hid the body. And someone said on my favorite theory on Reddit was like, "Probably threw him in a gator pit." Yeah, <laughs> I
2: like, I heard that too, which is crazy, but also. Not, I mean, if you want to get rid of a body, hiding it Florida
1: style, <laughs> dome an old gator pit. Yeah,
2: go, I mean, they're they're pretty easily found.
1: Yeah, so when I, I lived
2: th- in South Florida, I saw gators all the time. Ugh. It was, I mean, you'd be driving down the road, and there's canals next to the road, and there's just gators.
1: Get out of town. It's,
2: it was wild. They'd be on golf courses everywhere. There was, um, you know how like neighborhoods have the little TV channels are just for the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had specific instructions on what to do if you see a gator in your neighborhood. Oh, God. Because they they they're very, very common.
1: You punch it in the face like a shark. Uh,
2: Yeah, you could.
1: Yeah. Or I think Wrestle you it? just
2: run. Because the, aren't they the ones you're supposed to zigzag from? Cause yeah, Because they can so. only run in a straight line? I think so. Or you climb a tree. I don't think
1: they can climb a tree. I don't tree think they can tree. climb a tree. Well, if you don't have a tree, though. It's true. In South Florida, it's probably just a I just you. read this
2: story about... um. A woman in Hilton Head, South Carolina Was mm-hmm. walking her dog Next no. to a lagoon In her subdivision <gasps> And a eight foot gator Uh Grabbed her and drug her to the bottom and killed her.
1: Killed the dog. Dog
2: was no. The woman. The dog oh. was fine.
1: Oh no! Isn't that wild? I was thinking you were going to say it chomped the dog, and I was like, I would wrestle a gator to save my dog. Yeah, hell
2: yeah. You, no, I'm. It's kind of weird that it didn't go after the dog. I wanted that meat. Yeah, I guess so. I wanted that meat. And people in the subdivision saw it happening. God damn! And called
1: nine one one. Well, I've read a story about Nile crocodiles. Apparently, a very wealthy. That's kind of a fun children's book. Nile the crocodile. Oh, I didn't know that. No, no, no. No, I,
2: it's not. We need to write it.
1: Oh, no way. We'll have a
2: series. Tommy and the spider, Nile the, the crocodile. crocodile.
1: <laughs> well, uh, he came to Florida. It was a male and a female. Of the uh, alligators? Nile crocodiles, which can get to the size of a Ford Focus. I mean, they're humongous. So they were they bought his babies to be this wealthy Saudi uh, billionaire's pet. Ugh. Well, I mean, you know this. You bought a small pig, and it sort of grew up on you, and it's still growing. From <laughs> she what I heard,
2: is going to be the size of a Ford Focus. And
1: <laughs> they started getting big, and he thought, you know what? We're in Florida. Fuck it, throw it in the swamp, right? It in the swamp. Oh, no. What happens? They start banging. They're eating a bunch of cranes. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So there's giant Nile crocodiles in South Florida now because some rich dumb dumb was Fucking like, Well, idiot. you know what? I don't want them anymore. And then what do you do? Somebody's got to go in and they're like capture them. They're endangered. I'm pretty sure they're endangered. So it's like you can't kill them, but you got to catch a thing that's the size of a four. They got to catch them and then
2: do something it's with it. like a
1: them. goddamn
2: megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> Alligators and crocodiles are crazy because they are just dinosaurs. It's just a big old dinosaur. Yeah. Same with sharks. It's, yeah. It's Crazy. They're like
1: it's like nonsense animals that shouldn't exist. They really serve no purpose for us anymore. I mean, they chop the thing, don't they eat stuff? I'm sure it's like ecosystem. They
2: eat. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was arrogant of me to say because what I do would any ask, of it? What purpose do any of us serve if not to just be uh, in the food chain?
1: We yeah. ruin everything. Yeah, uh, humans, humans are the absolute worst. Uh, yeah. Well,
2: some, like you said, theories think that um, Kelly, uh, Lowell Kelly, the owner of the shop. May have been responsible for this or one of the other employees.
1: It's a cover up.
2: Yes. For some an believe it death. could be a cover up. Some believe maybe they just murdered him.
1: Wow. Yeah. Why?
2: They. I haven't read, like, really why they would have, other than Lowell had the history of Beaten the, the aggravated out. battery. And then some of the other dive shop employees also had records. So.
1: And maybe, and when they said Ben's attitude, he was a little bit swaggerish, kind of cocky, kind of like, I could do this. I don't need that. And he would dive
2: by himself because his father said on a forum later that no one, he couldn't find anyone at the shop to be his dive partner. Yeah, nobody
1: would be his friend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's very dangerous to dive by yourself, especially cave diving. So. He was just doing this on his own, also going at night so no one would see him getting into this cave that he wasn't supposed to. Yeah, so it was just a a shit show from the word go. My favorite of the theories, though, that he staged it himself.
1: That he staged it himself to disappear. They said he planted the tanks, Mm -hmm. left the money in the phone knowing that he left his truck out, that people would be like, oh, reasonably quickly realize, oh, he's gone. Go take care of the dog. Also, someone on Reddit was like, just because someone has a dog doesn't mean they love him. People did say that he loved his his dog a lot.
2: in the documentary, uh, Ben's Vortex, he... Is pictured with that dog a lot, and his family said he went everywhere with and it. And I'm like,
1: if he was like, d- divorced, lost his business, owed 50 G's to the IRS, like depressed, whatever. Like your dog is your best mm-hmm. friend. Like I could see that, and so I could see him thinking, okay, well, I'll leave enough food out for him, and if I leave my truck out, like somebody they'll know to come check my apartment. Eventually, my
2: parents will. Yeah, it's get not. The dog. It's yeah. not going to be
1: here because it's not like he like hit his truck and ran away, you mm-hmm. know. And then you know they say he. This someone said, "Well, you know, his parents lost the son. His parents say that too. You know, we lost our other son, and he saw how much we grieved. And you know, he he wouldn't do that to us. But you know what? Sometimes when somebody's depressed, they don't think about people they yeah. love. You know, it sucks, but it's like I hate this. I have to go. And maybe the choice, or you know, the choice. He maybe he killed himself. Who knows? But yeah, that's, that's another theory too. He dove into the gator pit. <laughs> no, probably <laughs> well, not. Well, but- I
2: don't think he disappeared." Because I do have to think that he would have seen how difficult this was on his family losing mm-hmm. their just two years prior, and he t- wouldn't put them through something like that again. Well,
1: and they were super supportive of him too, of like, pay, oh yeah, you know, give him a place to stay. He and was him- best
2: friends with his parents, yeah, and very close to them. And he had a girlfriend; That's he true. was in a new relationship. She lived in Tennessee while he was in Florida, and she said she had seen him at the lowest of lows very mm-hmm. very depressed and that he was not in one of those places this time in fact he was like doing better than he had in a long time mm-hmm. felt like he had a sense of renewal because he was trying to get this dive certification and become a dive instructor and stuff so the family thinks that is ludicrous and that. Absolutely, there's no way that could have happened. Like,
1: it has to be. Also, nowadays, I guess, with, like, facial recognition, like, how how could someone really disappear? Yeah. Like, you would need a social security At number, some point, fingerprints are everywhere. Apple has all my fingerprints mm-hmm. on multiple, and facial recognition on my devices. There's
2: CCTV all over everywhere. the place. I mean, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't really know how anyone disappears either, unless you are in a witness protection program and stay in a house all day. Or you go
1: into a different country.
2: Yeah, and I mean, Even I then, guess it's possible, but... I don't, I don't buy it. But the lure of theory.
1: Facebook is too much, and you always got to get back on. Like that TV show, Barry. <laughs> on oh, I
2: love Barry. <laughs> it's such a good <laughs> yeah, show. That's, how he, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh-huh. I love Barry. Oh, he's great. So, you mentioned suicide. Mm-hmm. So, some do say that maybe all these problems that we've mentioned were weighing on him so much, and he did suffer from depression and anxiety and was on medication for it, mm-hmm. which in watching that Ben's Vortex documentary, that a world-renowned female diver, Jill Heinerth, and her husband made. There is a doctor on there that sees the list of medications he's on Mm -hmm. and says not only would... Because apparently when you are going to dive you have to also be psychologically cleared for it because if you suffer from like anxiety and depression mm-hmm. it's very unsafe for you to be in those situations because well,
1: you're like fuck it I'll take my mask out and just die here or you
2: panic and yeah. you know have a you panic just attack. I I couldn't I don't think I could do it yeah. because I suffer from both those things and I would absolutely have a panic attack mm-hmm. but also because he was on this medication it doesn't affect well with being under that deep of water,
1: oh, so it can
2: make you hallucinate or just not wow. not think clearly, or you know all all sorts of problems. So, so it's
1: like it's like medi- medicinal interactions based mm-hmm. environmental medicinal interactions. That's a very good word.
2: Is that a real thing,
1: or you just? I mean, that I just, a, that's just a, oh, that's just so the smart. right words for it. I'd say I don't think that's like a thing that people well, it say. Should, yeah, but that's so. So it's not it's like food interactions with drugs mm-hmm. like oh you shouldn't drink or and take these sinus pills or whatever. Exactly.
2: Wow. So some think that maybe he intentionally went down there and dove knowing this was going to be his his last dive. He wasn't coming back out. Some think maybe it was a spur of the moment thing because of how the drugs were interacting with him and he was just started thinking about moment. his life and in that moment he did something dumb.
1: But if that's the case, where's the body?
2: Some still think he is in the cave and he is just in a location that no one has been able to get to. Okay. Or no
1: one has searched. Okay. So your body decomposes, right? Mm hmm. Scavengers eat it, whatever. You melt into bits and you get swept to the ocean, mm-hmm. right? Because this is like fed by a freshwater aquifer that yes. then keeps on flowing to the ocean.
2: What but about- it doesn't have a current like the ocean does, so it's not like it would get swept away quickly. Correct. Especially if it was, like, shoved in a crevice in a side of the cave. Well, and it has
1: been multiple years. However, I don't think a metal scuba tank's going to melt in the ocean. No. <laughs> or his rubber suit, or his helmet, or his light, or his gloves, or his flippers, or his hand flippers. Do you wear hand flippers? I don't know. but like, No,
2: their hands are bare. They okay. have, like, gloves on, but... Yeah,
1: but my thing is, is, like, he may have melted or whatever or decomposed. I like that you think people melt when they die. Isn't that what bodies do? Anyway, <laughs> if you know, you're burned to death, I think. Okay, well, yada yada. He he, <laughs> he got he got burnt up. Someone once said, "He got burnt up." No, I, you know. So you decompose or whatever. Your body's gone, but the the artifacts would yeah. remain, right? I mean, yeah. there would be some. Something well after thirty six days of straight diving and like yeah. experts and that Jill lady goes down with a daggum camera on her head yeah. HD camera on her head there's not even a there's not even a flipper there's I think nothing. these
2: people think the people that think he is in the cave and his family thinks his body is either in the cave and they where they haven't searched or he was murdered and disposed of outside of the water yeah but these people think. He is like, like somehow he made it past one of these tight restrictions that none of these other divers could. So he is kind of just shoved back in this place and his body can't get out and none of his equipment can get out and no one can get to him. And he's just kind of in a tomb essentially. Well, if he
1: makes it in and maybe he made it in, I mean, obviously he would have been conscious, but then you couldn't make it out. And that happens a lot
2: where divers can get into a place and then they're like in very inexperienced divers think if I can get in, then I can get mm, out and that is not the case at all. And that's one reason this was such a bad idea is because you can take all the classes you want, but unless you have that real world experience of mm-hmm. like being in those situations where shit goes wrong and you know how to handle it, you're done.
1: Yeah. So
2: God, yeah, yeah. It's it's very terrifying, no matter what happened, to think about his last moments and what that must feel like.
1: You know, whether yeah, whether it was accidental, whether it was on purpose, it's just like the like losing air and
2: the panic. Yeah, just it, which yeah, drowning and all of that just terrifies me. So and then being <sighs> stuck claustrophobic also. Uh, I I mean God. like I'm panicking just thinking. I know about it's starting it.
1: to make me kind of sick.
2: Right, right. God. So you mentioned. Jill Heinert, and I've mentioned the documentary a few ben times. And Vortex, yes. Yes. So in 2011, Jill Heinert, one of the best divers in the world, she is the, uh, has had the deepest dive on record of any female in the world, which I thought was cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And her husband, Robert McClellan, who is a documentary filmmaker, decided to make a documentary called Ben's Vortex, Jill was able to die farther in the cave than anyone up to that point. And they think it's just because she's smaller than the that rest of sense. them. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. She filmed the entire journey in HD and with a lot of lighting. And the documentary, I'm going to go ahead and say it, isn't that great. I was expecting a lot more. It was kind of, eh.
1: To be fair, she's not a filmmaker. No, but her husband is. Oh, well. So it was just kind of edited weird. But um, Well, I think that goes to show great women. Frequently marry mediocre men,
2: <laughs> and well, and her <laughs> ex-husband, who actually she did the dive with, mm-hmm. is another world-renowned diver. Oh, okay. so her and her ex-husband went and did this dive, but the footage from it, because it is in HD and they've lit it all up, is pretty fucking cool. Because everything else you see, yeah. it's very dark and it's hard to see. It's and silty, very silty. So she filmed the entire journey in HD and with a lot of lighting. And she originally wanted to do it for the McDaniel family to help educate them on cave diving and how dangerous it is. And so they could see the environment where their son had been. Mm -hmm. The intention was to show the family that there was no way his body was in there. However, after searching the cave and going over Ben's dive logs, Jill changed her opinion and now believes that he is in there. She says it's common for panicked divers to burrow deeper into crevices, mistakenly thinking they are making progress.
1: Oh, like they're going the right way, but really they're going deeper. Or they
2: think they're getting to the surface and really they're just
1: uh, going going up
2: into a little hole they can't get out of. Oh, no. Yeah. So she thinks Ben met this fate and his body is in an unsearched crevice. Wow. She also found, because she got further than anyone else had, a shovel at one of the deeper restrictions okay, there that you had go. not previously been searched. After showing pictures of the shovel to Ben's family, because she left it there in case it was considered evidence, yeah, they said it was definitely his and still believe that his body is in there somewhere or that he was murdered. So Jill thinks that's his shovel. He got back to this restriction that
1: no one else had got. And she's small enough to get in and out, but that maybe he got in further and couldn't yeah. get out. And what you dive in with a shovel Ed's, for? It's
2: very common yeah. because they you can like crack wall or like Yeah, do. they dig under they to get silt out of the way or rocks or anything like that. But because it is common Ed Sorensen and the dive teams and everything say, that could have been anybody's show. Yeah, no. And there's no way to tell how long it had been there.
1: True. And it, I mean, it's like any object of like, oh my God, you know, that's Heather's purse. Like that. that's a, you know, a black leather purse. That's her purse. Well, like they they manufactured 10 million of those purses. And you
2: see what you want to see and yeah. you believe what you wouldn't want to yeah. believe. I mean, but it that, is possible. I just can't imagine how he would have fit in unless these divers are going into it with the thought of, I want to come back out.
1: Yeah, I'm not going in that hole. And And he's like, fuck it. And I know that if I
2: go in there, I'm not Not going to come back out. But he was so inexperienced. He'd be like, oh, I'll be fine. That he, and cocky, Mm -hmm. that he was like, oh, I can do this. And Mm -hmm. then found his, he realized, oh, shit, now I'm stuck. God. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, and for the family, I mean, it's like with anything. You know, I think we, maybe we talked about this on an episode of like, do you, if your kid goes missing or whatever for like years and years, uh, like, oh, well, she'll come back someday. Yeah. Or like, you know what? She's probably dead and I'm going to accept it. And then, you know, it's a pleasant surprise if they come back. Sure. So, I mean, so for them, they're probably like, yeah, you know, Jill went down there with the camera. That's his shovel. Like, he's down there and he's never coming back. Well, the family has
2: also hired a private well, right. investigator and the father, Shelby, has been on forum boards. There's a ton of SCUBA forum boards. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, go
1: on a message board. <laughs>
2: yeah, and he has he has said that they have discovered a lot of things, that the, the Tehran and the other employee know stuff that they're not admitting to, mm-hmm. and that he can't uh, make all of this information public, but they're getting closer to what happened, and eventually he'll reveal Mm-hmm. What happened to us? Because
1: Tehran did a lie detector, yes. but they said they only asked him three questions. Yeah, and so that's not.
2: It was very poorly short. Uh, constructed, and the other employee and the dive shop owner were not given lie detector.
1: Well, and tests. also, I mean, if he was like taken from the surface and murdered. They didn't do any tests or anything up there. There wasn't really a crime scene investigation because at the time, mm-hmm. and I mean, to be fair, it's like Occam's razor or whatever, like the most obvious thing If there was a diver in the most dangerous cave and he wasn't supposed to be in there. Let's search the cave. Yeah. So they searched it for a month, and they, a month. And the
2: last person to see him saw him going into, into the, the cave. danger zone. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so they're like, oh, well, we'll search that. Well, they, they've been, I don't, know, no, I don't know if it's wasting, but then they spent a month, over a month, mm-hmm. investigating that. Lead And sort of to the detriment of any other leads that Everything could have would have been washed yeah. away yeah. yeah
2: Another thing that's kind of weird And because he's passed away We'll never know if it's really true But the owner, Kelly, said When he was closing up shop that night A wide-eyed drunken man Stumbled up to the shop when he was locking up And said he wanted to go diving mm-hmm. And he was like I can't let you dive in the condition you're in Yeah he says maybe that had some maybe been surfaced and got into an altercation with him. There was also reports of a diver uh, yelling at some teenagers early in their day that had been drinking on the property, and some think maybe they came back to get revenge. I'm like, I you're, don't buy you're any giving a that.
1: you're giving a lot of credit to yeah. an old drunk man who mm-hmm. probably fell asleep in a bush somewhere. Yeah, or some teenagers who don't give a fuck. They want to drink their alcohol and go banger bang to a, each other. Yeah, yeah they're a
2: six one, two hundred ten pounds. Yeah, he's guy. a big old
1: dude. Yeah, yeah. they're not who yeah. who apparently was kind of cocky and somewhat aggressive. So like, yeah, he was. They're not going to fight him. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So oh man, what do we think?
1: Well, I mean, up until old Jill came along, I was mm-hmm. very sure he faked his own death. But that makes sense. You really you know, did, yeah. It was that was kind of what I was leaning towards. But uh, you know, it, it sort of makes sense that a person who, you know, what if you're on that medication, if you're in that state of mind, maybe you're willing to take risk and and inexperienced, yeah. you're willing to take risk. Other people aren't willing to take. And you know, you, like you said, the rescue divers were like, "Oh, there's no way, you know, he he could get past that." Well, to, to them. That's an an area they're not gonna go into because they wanna come out. But to him, he was like, Oh, surely I can get in there. And like you said, if I can get in, I can get out. So it probably was a mixture of like emotional state, cockiness, inexperience, mm-hmm. and his size getting into a place that he can't get out of. And like you said, he's kind of entombed, I think, under the water. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, all that footage that Jill shot.
2: That's what I think too. The only thing that trips me up is that When Ed Sorensen went in and was able to go the 1,700 feet in where other divers that were looking hadn't been... Oh, and that's not even the end of the cave. The cave has only been mapped up to 1,642 feet because no one can really get past that They'll point die yeah and no one really knows
1: how long they it even is they sent a drone down there
2: they did oh. they sent a drone down and <laughs> it malfunctioned and couldn't get past couldn't get any further than the human skull they
1: need to send an Elon Musk drone down oh there.
2: yes they should just send Elon Musk down there yeah what was he
1: going to build a submarine fancy mister elon yeah. musk mm-hmm. idiot
2: yeah he is an idiot i mean he's brilliant but he's also an idiot yeah um so the fact that Sorensen didn't see any markings. That's what trips me up because he was so big.
1: But maybe he, it was farther than Sorensen went. He but, he, but
2: there's only one way there. So he would have seen markings along the uh, way. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Mm. Say he got trapped at 1,800 feet. Well, up until 1,700 there feet... There was no sign there of There was anybody. no sign that anybody had well, been Well, he there. could
1: be in a pocket, like Jill said, maybe, that's not that they far down. That just didn't get searched. Yeah.
2: So maybe he's somewhere... That just hadn't get got searched yeah. within the area that people were searching. Damn. That's another thing. Is his dad's like they're not searching the right area? But...
1: Well, tell us what you think. Facebook, Face- In- Facebook, what Instagram, do you Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Zuckerberg?
2: Us- yeah, I'm. I this is one of my favorite things I've researched because I was not familiar with this case mm-hmm. and I became just fascinated. In a very terrifying way. You brought
1: shark videos into your marital bed. <laughs>
2: yes, I did. <laughs> You're addicted. I have brought a lot of weird videos into the marital bed, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So
1: it's still, still a
2: mystery. I do think he's in the cave.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems or, the most likely. Or I do. Or I think he was like injured and he, floated up.
2: I think he drowned. They he floated up. They discovered or they found his him in the body. morning. Yeah, they discovered his body mm-hmm. and got rid of him because they didn't want to get the shit. Lull out rolls of
1: into work the next day. The truck's already there and he's like, this motherfucker, because he knew him and is like, called Tehran or Tehran comes to work and is like, why the fuck is that guy's car here? He's like, I let him in the cave last night. He's like, you let him in the cave? Yep. God damn it. Put on your hood, put on your, your uh, scuba, mm-hmm. whatever you call it, helmet, go down, you know, swim down and there's a fucking dead body. Yeah. And you're like, we let a person who wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. in there, get in there. Now we got to pay the price for it. Hell no, I'm not about to li- He beat the shit out of somebody with a baseball bat for a couple hundred bucks. He's not going down for something. He's I not about honestly, to get sued by a rich man's family. I think
2: that is probably what happened. And now. I'm swims, changing my opinion. I mean, you
1: know, he swims down there, drags him up, and he's like, God damn it. And he's like, you know what? Leave his tanks down there. Leave his truck. Leave the money. Leave everything in his truck. Let's get rid of them yeah. and throw them in a gator pit or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, what did they, like? Oh, whatever happened to all this scuba stuff? If that happened, they fucking put it in the back storage room. I mean, like it's not like your names engraved in it. Or they burned it up or right? tossed it somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I
2: mean, if they weren't searching anywhere but the the cave, water, then, yeah. yeah, and that would explain why the cadaver dogs alerted to the water, but there wasn't any sign that a body was actually decomposing.
1: Yeah, hm. I
2: I think I, that's that's I'm going on record saying I think that's what happened. Yeah,
1: it could have been that. You know.
2: So, and that shovel could have been anybody. So, I think so. But, like you said, you see what you want to see. We want to hear from you, dear listener. So, let us know what What you you got. Normally, Heather, we would do our little segment of hear no evil, see no evil, speak some evil right now. Yes. But what are we doing with it?
1: Uh, We're going to do mini sews for you. Yes. So you'll get a little extra content of more up to date things that we're doing, uh listening to and watching and reading uh in between episodes.
2: And updates on things we've recovered. Uh what? Already covered, like Nexium or Golden State Killer and stuff yeah, like, like that. Like
1: news uh News alerts on some past uh things. Like yeah. if somebody's taking a selfie with OJ, which we told you not to, yeah, go take a selfie with Don't Ariana Grande.
2: So those will be bi weekly now. And I have a lot of
1: Ariana Grande Pete Davidson news I gotta Oh, to on
2: we today. could do an entire other daily podcast on them. <laughs> I've looked up their stuff so much that all of my Google feed is just stories about. them I just them. want
1: someone to love me like Ariana Grande <laughs> and Pete Davidson love well, each other.
2: Let's hope it lasts.
1: Yeah, right. Um
2: shout outs. For suggesting this episode, Olivia Piper-Reed. Thank you so much.
1: What a great topic.
2: Yes, totally. Um, do you have any other shout-outs? Uh, just
1: everybody that always comments on stuff. We had a lot of people, a lot of DCHers comment on the video of me drowning in the ball pit. <laughs> that is great. Todd Anderton was like, I watched that 30 times. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> I think I have too. And Frank was like, you just like... Take it. <laughs> he was just like, you just like stood there and it just sunk Because your, your face is just like... This is what's happening. If you haven't seen this video we're talking about, like us on Facebook. And it's also on Twitter. Yeah, it's yeah. on Twitter too. And our Instagram page is me as a two-year-old. My second birthday, just drowning in a it's, ball pit. It's I mean, we can laugh because you're okay, but it's, I survived. it's very a, funny. An unknown uh, young man came in, scooped me up, uh-huh. saved my life, and then was gone Like a superhero Gone in the night Gone like a superhero (laughs) My sister wanders up Like what happened (laughs) Which I feel bad for her Because I went back And watched that whole video And like For most of the time She's like Helicopter parenting me Of like And she's like I was six Like I was expected To (laughs) watch you in a ball pit I was like To be fair But also The
2: follow up video Later where you were okay Oh yeah And your grandmother's rehashing the story yes. and says were you scared Heather and you go no
1: <laughs> yeah there, I also I put that in the comments of the Facebook uh, <laughs> cut video cut to when you're
2: drowning and the little boy rescues you and you're screaming <laughs> your
1: screaming
2: I mean it is a genuine raw scream yeah
1: and then afterwards I'm, I'm like eating a donut and I'm like oh yeah a boy <laughs> saved me <laughs> so. yeah
2: that's what, you're very very cute yeah so
1: if you have a topic you guys go on our social mm-hmm. media send us an email at SinisterHeadPodcast.g com, hit us up on Facebook at Sinisterhood on Instagram at Twitter at Sinisterhood pod and just uh, yeah tell us what you think about this story or any of our other stories and definitely if you have a story suggestion or a topic suggestion we would love to cover it yes um, like this one this was a great new thing that we would not Absolutely. have otherwise covered there's another
2: one that maybe we'll cover next time I don't think I've told you about no spoiler two people suggested it and I had not heard of it oh and it is Fascinating! It's a
1: doozy. It's a doozy. It's a Tommy doozy. had
2: heard of it, and I was like, how have you heard of this? And I haven't heard of
1: That's, this. All right. Well, my two deals are closing this week, so I will have ample time to research. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to yeah. my co-host, Christy, who does Aww. so much research. She writes all of our outlines. She's amazing. I am a garbage monster because she'll just be like, will you please at least read it before the show? <laughs> and I'm like, I promise I'll read it in the elevator as we're going to the studio. Okay, hey, hey, as Lisa
2: no. gets her. I want to give a shout out to my co-host, Heather. <laughs> Oh because she works a very demanding, uh, profession job, and I think you've probably
1: billed a hundred hours this week, dude. It's been <laughs> quite a week, and I'm going to work after this. But yeah, so um, I thank you.
2: I enjoy researching, and uh, you
1: know, I got your back. Let's just jerk each other off for another okay. half an hour.
2: <laughs> I got to your that. back.
1: Uh, uh, where me. can they
2: find you on uh, social? Oh my
1: god, look, Group Mind. We said the same thing I at the know. same time. Follow me on Instagram at Heather versus the world, Heather V S the world, and on. Twitter at MCKVS the world. I will say I've been uh, not able to write as much. I usually write every morning, and uh, as such, I have been tweeting more because I have I've noticed been, like, you've been tweeting. I've a been lot more. I've been tweeting a lot, and it's because they've I'll, been good tweets. Oh my god, thank you! <laughs> hot content uh, because I've just not been able to write as much. So ah. you know what it benefits you guys? Yeah,
2: that's true. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Christy or GTFO, and on Instagram at Christy M. Wallace, And the best thing you can do to help us grow Is subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes And tell a friend who you would think That would like us to check us out
1: That's even more important I mean, I yeah. like the ratings on iTunes But like, definitely tell your friends if you dig it Some of you are really nice And you're like, I was laughing in my car It was so great I was mm-hmm. like, super duper Tell your friends it's a great show Word
2: of mouth is the best way for us to grow People that that subscribe and really listen every week And we love you guys So, so much. As always, Satan rules the airwaves. Keep it creepy. Sinister food.